0: hey everyone it's me the one the only the baddest virgo in town my name is reg and welcome back to the oddcast and we are back for another episode and my apologies for being mia after saying that i would make up for not publishing new content every week to be honest it's just been a really tough few weeks for me lately and It's just so hard to have motivation and inspiration to even do this, honestly. Like, if I'm gonna share this with you guys, I want to genuinely be in the zone to do this and not force myself just for the sake of publishing something. So, starting today, I won't have a specific schedule of when I upload, I'll just do it when I find inspiration and stuff. So, it's been a really eventful month for me mentally speaking, and the time when I wasn't as active on social media, it gave me so much time to reflect and think, and to be honest, I do feel a little bit different now. I'm just trying to figure things out and just trying to keep growing and growing, and I've been holding off our topic for today, which is about mental health, because I really want to think about this and make sure that everything I say will be well thought of or well planned. So before anything else, I just want to say that everything that will be talked about in this episode is solely based on experience. I'm not a licensed psychologist, I'm not a doctor, not a therapist, I'm not a professional, I don't even study psychology. So the goal of this episode is to raise awareness and hopefully help people who go through the same thing as I do and I cannot guarantee that you'll magically feel better after this episode because like I said, I'm not a licensed anything, psychologist, whatever. I cannot give you the same results. I am here to possibly provide a new perspective for everyone. So last month, me and my friends had a PowerPoint night about each other and one thing that struck me is how my friend, um, she included this in her PowerPoint, she said that she can actually see me as a mental health advocate because her powerpoint was about where we'd where we'd be in five years and that's one of the things she said about me and (laughs) shampre nakaka touch because i don't know like yeah i'm vocal about it but sure but i never really thought that people saw me that way and it kind of pushed me to actually take it seriously hence me using my available platform so hopefully make a change in someone's life and in this podcast i'm honestly honestly so overwhelmed because i didn't think na aabangan siya ng ibang tao because obviously my main reason before was to just share my thoughts about certain things and now i just realize how important it is to use your platform in a positive way in sharing things especially when you know it's going to help someone And it doesn't matter if you only have a few followers or listeners, like, a platform is a platform nonetheless. In the end, it's always quality over quantity. That's why I don't mind if it's, like, the same people who listen to this podcast or same people who support me in the stuff I do. What really matters to me is that my message gets sent out, and... If it reaches somebody who really needs it then that's the most fulfilling thing ever to me and I just want to change people's lives for the better and let them know that they're not alone and yeah that's pretty much my take on what I really want to do with this and yeah sorry for that long ass intro let's just move on to our topic for today like I said I am very vocal about mental health ever since because I personally know how it feels to be in that situation and for years, it was difficult for me to become open about it because at the time, mental health was a taboo topic and sort of frowned upon and called as Artelang. The first time I realized that I might be depressed was in high school. It was just a lot of things happening and it became hard for me To function, wherein a lot was being affected. I was constantly crying for no reason. I had a hard time focusing on my academics. I was lashing out on family members, even friends sometimes. And a lot of times I would lock myself in my room the whole day and just be sad and alone. And I don't think a lot of people notice that because at school I am a completely different person. Like they see me as this funny and happy person and yeah but that just wasn't the case and it went on like that for a while most days i do feel like i am living my best life and most days i just want to cry myself for hours and it sucked and honestly speaking i don't think it ever went away i still have moments up to now where i literally can't sleep until morning because i keep overthinking and crying And I let myself feel that way because if I forced myself to be okay or not to cry, then everything's just gonna blow up in flames one day. That's why I do believe that it really is healthier to let those emotions and feelings out so it wouldn't be as heavy. As I got older, I did become better at handling my emotions and feelings during those situations. It's kind of like I had to stay strong for myself, because if I didn't, if I depended everything on the people around me or my environment, then I don't think I would have grown as much as I did now. Like, the alma yes, it's good to have someone to talk to about these feelings, because if you keep them inside, then the weight you feel on your shoulders and heart gets heavier and heavier. But, but you do have to think about this also. Kahit anong advice ang ibigay sayo, kahit anong temporary comfort ang ibigay sayo, it all comes down to the way you handle it. While other people try to help you, don't forget to also help yourself so that in the long run, you already know how to handle it with or without the help of other people. I've been having a lot of mental health breaks lately this year Sometimes I get so overwhelmed with everything and there are days where I feel like I should take a break for a hot minute and just reevaluate and recharge myself before I talk to other people again because I really do need that time because when you're in that situation everything kind of just goes blank or dark so I don't exactly trust my judgment at the time. That's why I inform other people Like, I tell them, hey, I'm not feeling really good about myself or the situation I'm in right now. I feel like I should take a break, Muna. Would it be okay if I recharge and just message you after? And when I'm in a better place, I would open up about how I I was feeling. Because at least my mindset is better than it was. And I... Am able to articulate my thoughts better. Last year I was fortunate enough to be able to see a therapist when I was still in Makati. At the time I was going through issues regarding my parents and it just came to a point that I badly needed help because although I had a good support system I wanted to hear what a therapist would say and I just really wanted to get better for myself and my loved ones. The first person I told this about, if I remember correctly, was my tita, who I was living at the time, and then she gave me advice about seeking medical help and encouraged me to talk to my parents about it. So I did. And let me just say that the conversation that I had with my parents separately was so uncomfortable and scary because I hated talking about my feelings, especially to them at first they didn't really take it that well because i guess they were used to me always being jolly and strong and they probably didn't realize that the consequences of their actions from the past were slowly creeping up to their daughter like i'm not blaming them obviously it's the way i was handling it but yeah that was kind of one of the reasons why i was depressed for a while and yeah In the end, my parents did agree to let me go see a therapist, and so I did. My therapist and I had a long talk and did some activities. I'm going to say that it was kind of uncomfortable to me at first, because I don't know this person, and I'm literally opening up my life and traumas to this person, and like I said, I'm not a fan of talking about my feelings so much so it took a lot for me to share everything with her because I understood that in order for me to understand why things are the way they are I had to communicate with her and after my session it did bring me to another perspective in life and I did try to better myself and then COVID happened I know. Screw COVID. I hate this bitch. She affected so many lives and messed up a lot of people's mental health. Like that's not a secret anymore. I cannot stress this enough. I freaking hate her and the fact that it's still not over from where I'm from at least. And it's just the worst timing to be honest. Like everyone's going through something and they can't exactly cope the way that they used to like me for example whenever i have down days i either go out by myself or meet up with my friends or my boyfriend because i just can't stay in my room because if i do then that's gonna be a problem i can't exactly be alone with my thoughts and since covid happened quarantine happened we really can't see other people as freely as we did. And it's so hard because virtual interactions just aren't the same as physical interactions. You know what I mean? Lalo na, if you have friends who are going through something, hindi mo sila basta basta mapupuntahan because it's scary because you have to really be cautious wherever you go. For example, you have a friend who's really down and needs company. You can't exactly show up to their house just like that because you do have to consider a lot of things like, A, how are you going to go there? If you don't have your own car, then you have no choice but to commute. And there's no guarantee that the jeepney or tri road is 100% safe. You don't know if you may covid wala kasi hindi lang symptomatic ang meron. There's also asymptomatic people wherein they don't have the symptoms but still have COVID. And that's scary. And B, you have to think about your friend also. What if he did catch COVID in the transportation? And then you come over to your friend's house and interact with him or her. It's na COVID. And then when you leave, and then she interacts with the people in their house, lat are damay. Which And then C, Think about the people in your household, most especially if you have like a baby or seniors in your house. In the end, the household nang na COVID, diba? and that's so scary. That's why we don't really have a choice but to stay at home and be connected through our phones and social media. So, I just finished reading this book. It's called. The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album. Album? 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 I don't know how to pronounce his last name, bro. Let's just call him Mitch. So, this book, I actually started reading this two months ago, and to be honest, I thought it was gonna be really boring, but recently I had a date to myself without using gadgets, so I was like, okay, what do I do then? And then I thought of reading this book again, and it turned out to be the best decision I've ever made, because it was so good, I even highlighted a lot of excerpts, and it made me cry, like bawling my eyes out crying. And so there's this one sentence in particular that I thought was kind of funny. I mean, I don't know, it was, I I don't even know why it was funny to me, it just is So it says all parents damage their children, right? I mean, oh my God, no offense to my parents, but they do though. I know mine did. And while I read this, my dad was literally a few feet away from me, like fixing his car or something. And then, yeah, so I read this out loud to my dad and (laughs) he just gave me a dirty look and said, hmm. And in my mind, I was like, bro, it's true though. And the book also says, after that sentence, it also says, youth, like pristine glass, absorbs the prints of its handlers. Some parents smudge, others crack. A few shattered childhoods completely into jagged little pieces. Personally, I think mine just gave me like, a few cracks here and there because i grew up with separated parents and both gave me separate kinds of damage as i grew up let's just say as i as i grew older the more i started to become my own person and was able to realize what's toxic enough and not i don't know if they will ever come across this podcast i hope they don't Well, I'm not necessarily going to talk shit about them, but I have to admit, they are toxic sometimes. And at first, I didn't take it very well because it was really fresh and I didn't know how to handle it at the time. Let's just face it, boomers are a different kind of breed, bro. Like, they're so hard to talk to and educate when they need it because they have this mindset like, Oh, this is what I grew up with and you can never change my mind i'm older so i'm always right and that's bro and that's not it's not like you're trying to disrespect them or make them look stupid at all all i'm saying all i'm trying to say is times are different now and you might want to adapt or something just so you're in the know and be more aware and sensitive it's just hard sometimes with them and i guess it's hard for them to understand us too that's why i learned the hard way that whether you listen to or not you just say how you feel and don't hold back especially when it bothers you so much because even if they don't understand at least the idea is in their head your message was heard and sometimes you gotta understand that you're not always going to have the same perceptions and values and it's easier said than done but i guess you just have to learn the art of not Giving a fuck, as said by Mark Manson, that's another really good book, I really recommend that one. Anyways, I guess this also goes the same with friends. Sometimes it comes to a point in your life when you start to realize that some people are meant to be in your life for two reasons. To show you what love is and show you what it's not. And believe me when I say this, it's okay to be selfish with yourself. I swear to God, please believe me the first time, if you're the type of person who always puts other people's feelings before yours, just like me, then yeah, it's going to be really hard and you're going to have a lot of second thoughts. But if the friends, quotation mark, just imagine I'm doing the quotation mark thingy, friends that you think you have don't contribute to your growth and goes against your values, you're allowed to walk away you're human and you're not always going to like the same things or people for the rest of your life that's called growth so choose the people you let into your life be selfish and preserve your peace and mental health don't let the weight of other people's judgments and opinions of you bring you down so a few weeks ago i let you guys send me questions that you might want me to answer and yeah we're gonna answer them right now so the first question is how to know when you should start seeing a therapist or psychiatrist i mean as cliche as this sounds you'll know because i don't know for me before i did think about talking to a therapist when i was younger but most of the time those thoughts and feelings just go away so i thought yeah I got this and I'm not gonna spend money just to talk to someone but as I grew older it just keeps happening and happening until it started to affect a lot of aspects in my life and I really wanted to get better and find out why this is happening to me so after having a talk with my tita before I was able to be firm finally with my decision to go talk to a professional my advice, though, for this is if you're planning to go to a therapist or a psychiatrist, make sure that you're going there for yourself, and that you have this mindset that if I go there, I will consider what my therapist is saying. Because sometimes if you go there, tapos napipilitan ka lang. Shempre yung thought process mo is parang this isn't working. He or she doesn't know what they're talking about. Eddy, di, sayang din, you know. But I'm not saying that you have to think that if you're going to go there, you're instantly going to become better. I think for me, the point of going to a therapist is sort of similar to talking to a friend, but this friend is a professional and might give better advice or suggestions on what to do to be better in handling these emotions or feelings. And the next question is, is it possible to you know if you have a mental illness without or before going to a doctor? This is kind of technical. I don't know. technical? <laughs> I don't know the term, but all I can say is never invalidate your feelings or other people's feelings even when they're not clinically diagnosed with anything. Because... You feel what you need to feel, you know, but if you really want to know talaga, then you can always talk to your parents, let them know that you want to see a psychiatrist, kasi at least if you are clinically diagnosed with any mental illness, they can prescribe you with medicine that might help you or let you talk to a therapist. Never invalidate how you feel because it's better that you take it seriously than just see it as something that normally happens and next question is how did social media detox change you and your mindset or life so i had a social media detox specifically instagram for like a month or more than a month and i would say that it did bring me to a new perspective like i said in episode four it just feels lighter and made me realize a lot of things and Reflect on the stuff that I used to post on social media and yeah, I also learned a lot of Hobbies That I can do out of social media, which is a really good thing Especially when you're on a mental health break from everything because being on Instagram too much Honestly just brings you to a bad mindset sometimes so as much as I can I do try to stay off my phone And the next question is actually related to this one. Um, She asked for tips and advices for the people who want to try the social media detox. My tip, if you are trying to go on the social media detox, is to get rid of everything that might tempt you to go back. Like, delete the apps on your phone, your iPad, tablet, or whatever. Because it lessens your urge to open it. And I'm not gonna lie... It's gonna be really, really hard, especially when you're used to being on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But always remind yourself why you're doing that in the first place. Like, for me, example, when I deleted Instagram from my gadgets, I did have a lot of urges to re-download it or open it in my Safari, but I kept reminding myself, is it gonna be worth it? Are you sure? You're in a better mindset than you were before you deleted it. So yeah, that kept me from giving in. And having hobbies out of social media is a really big help. And fifth question, what is your life and work advice to people around our age in their early 20s and graduating? I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not sure if I'm the person to ask that because I myself don't have anything planned out yet you know recently we just found out that we're extending another term and it made me lose motivation because I was really looking forward to graduating already but yeah shit happens but I guess you really just have to work with what you have one advice that I can give you though is just focus on the present. If you're doing good in the present, 100% of the the time, oh my god, I'm bulol, (laughs) haha. 100% of the time, you're gonna do so much better in the future because what you're doing now is really gonna affect the future. But planning for the future isn't bad also. If you prefer doing that, then good for you. Just have a good mindset about the future and Always remind yourself that you are capable of anything and think about your inspiration to reach those goals. And for the last question, um, this person asked, What do you usually do when you're doubting yourself? Ganon. <laughs> Ganon. Personally, I do have a lot of these moments recently because. I am very critical of myself sometimes and I don't know, I'm just so mean to myself for no freaking reason and I guess this goes for a lot of people also. Right now, I am trying to go to a path where I avoid doing this to myself because it's very unhealthy and what I do is that I give myself time to get those bad thoughts out of my head, you know, because it's hard to function with a bad mindset and like sometimes i think like dang i give so much love to the people around me how come i don't do the same thing for me and i recently saw this tiktok it goes like whenever you doubt yourself or think that people hate you or something ask yourself who said that because most of the time we're only creating scenarios or narratives in our minds that are most of the time not even true so yeah i am still trying to do my best to love myself more and i hope whoever's listening to this right now never gives up on loving or believing in themselves as well so yeah that's the end of this episode i do hope that you guys got to pick up some lessons along the way always remember that you are never alone even if it feels like it Because there are so many people out there who care about you, are rooting for you, and there's so much things to look forward to in this life. And whether I personally know you or not, I do believe in you and I know that you are strong enough to get through whatever you're going through right now. If you guys can't physically go to a psychiatrist or therapist, you can always look up online because I think there are clinics who can do online consultations and I also saw that there are organizations that offer free online counseling here in the Philippines so you might want to check that out. I actually know this one website, it's the same place where I went to therapy too, and I recently saw that they have online counseling and I am considering to go again. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to even mention the name or website so to be safe. You can send me a DM on Instagram or Messenger, and I will happily send the link to you guys. And yeah, that's it for episode 6. If y'all are still here, still listening, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate every single one of you, and I wish you all the best in life. Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.